This program was recorded at Sun Bear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Good morning, Northeast Mississippi travelers. This is Heather with Talk Travel with Heather Tate, and I'm excited to share my adventures and travel tips with you, whether you are also a seasoned traveler, a hopeful traveler, or currently an armchair traveler. Today's episode is going to be something I have coined the Travel Triangle. Now, let me preface this by saying that I love all three destinations that I'm going to share in the Travel Triangle. So I want to start off with that. But when I say Travel Triangle, the reason why I've named it this is because if you think of the three most popular destinations that travelers in Northeast Mississippi travel to, they make a triangle. And I will, I will tell you what they are. Number, maybe, I don't even know in which order we'd say these, but we'd say, number one, if you're going to the mountains, we go to the Smoky Mountains. It's convenient, whether it's Gatlinburg or Pigeon Forge or if we go over to, to Chattanooga, it's close and it's absolutely beautiful. The Smoky Mountains is the most visited national park in the country, and we happen to be six, seven hours away, so it's it makes for a great destination. The other one, if you're not going to the mountains and you're going to the beach, you all know where we're going. If you live in northeast Mississippi, we're going to the Florida Panhandle, or maybe we'll go to the Alabama Gulf Shores, the Pensacola, Destin, Fort Walton, Panama City. That's a very popular destination. You might see more of your friends there in the summer than you do back at home. So it is like an extension of us to go to the Smokies and to go to the beach in the Florida Panhandle. And the third part of that triangle, the third point, I would say is Orlando. Now, we may not go there as often as the Smoky Mountains and the Florida Panhandle. But it's going to be one of those once or twice or maybe more. I know some families that go multiple times a year. But we're going to go for the theme parks and the family attractions in Orlando, Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, and beyond. So that's another one of the points of the triangle. Now, why am I calling it the Travel Triangle? It's because that if you've heard of the Bermuda Triangle, where ships and planes would lose their way and they would get lost. Sometimes we take something wonderful like these three destinations and we get lost in them, meaning that we fall into the habit because they are close, because we grew up going there. So the nostalgia, and again, there's nothing wrong with that. I grew up going to all three of these destinations. And so they are very special to me as well. But we fall into the habit of that those are the only three destinations we have on our radar every year. Now, I like to have places that I go back to year after year. I do. So again, I understand there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But what happens then if it becomes monotonous and then you decide, well, I don't even really want to go this year. Or it's like this, it feels like it's the same thing every year and you just want something different, but you've fallen into the habit of thinking those are the only three places that you can go. They're not. We have lots of options and some are just as close, if not closer, as those destinations. And some, as you have noticed, the prices keep going up in certain destinations. Some that are not as popular as those three are also going to be better on your pocketbook. So I wanted to share some alternatives to our Northeast Mississippi Travel Triangle with you today. And also give you some tips if you are going to go there, how you can get the best bang for your buck. For one, when to avoid peak times. Let's start with Orlando because that's going to be an easier one because you might think, oh, it's always peak there. There are a few months in the year when it's going to be less crowded. And when it's less crowded, it's also going to be a little less expensive. You know what my favorite time to go to Orlando is? February. It's my favorite time. January is also great. September is wonderful. We went last September to Disney, and the crowds were really low. Um, Summer is not my favorite time to go to Orlando. 
It is not. It is super hot, and it's muggy, and it rains a lot to me. And it rains a lot in the fall as well, but at least it's not as crowded. So there's that. The best weather I've ever had when I've gone to Orlando has been in January and February. Can it get a little cool sometimes? Yes. But if you're not trying to go to the water parks in January and February, then you're going to be great and have less crowds while you're doing that. What about the Smoky Mountains? Well, we talked a little bit last week in our fall destinations about how the Smoky Mountains, this is their time to shine. Even though I believe it's an all-year destination, it is most crowded from here through Christmas because the Smoky Mountains is a fall destination. What about the Florida Panhandle? See, it's opposite. So if you think about when is it most expensive to go to the Florida Panhandle, you all know because you probably went this summer, right? It's the summer. Summer is crazy expensive, crazy crowded, and it's hot. Now, a lot of you are going because you want it to be hot, but it is super hot in the summer when it's Florida Panhandle or Orlando. So your peak prices and peak crowds are going to be summer for the Florida Panhandle. So how can you avoid peak time there during the shoulder season? Actually, if you were to go to the Florida Panhandle right now, you would get a huge bang for your buck. The weather is still great when it's not raining. I know it's hurricane season, but we can see that, right? Like we can tell when a hurricane is coming in two weeks in advance, a week in advance. So we can change our plans if that were to happen, but you do get a much better rate if you go in the fall and a lot less crowds to go along with that. Also, if you were to go in late spring, not spring break per se, but late spring, late April, early May, I find is my favorite time to go to the Florida Panhandle. The 30A in early May is amazing. I love going then, and it's before the prices have gone up from Memorial Day to Labor Day. So if you can avoid peak times at each one of those destinations, and if you notice, you can do them in reverse, right? Wherever it's peak for one, it may not be peak for the other. I love going to the Smoky Mountains in the summer. Do you know that I did not go to Florida once this summer? I went out of the country this summer because it was cheaper to go to Jamaica than it was to go to Florida in the summer. But we went to the Smoky Mountains twice because even though it's summer vacation and a lot of people do go to the mountains, they go to the beach more. So I like the temperatures of the activities more in the, for the Smokies in the summer than I do going to the Florida Panhandle. So think about if you've gone to all three of those places, have you gone to all three of those in all four seasons? How can you change it up by going a different time? Now, the next thing I wanted to share with you are some alternatives. If you like one, here's some alternatives for you for some other suggestions to break out of that travel triangle. So let's start with the Smoky Mountains. If you love Gatlinburg and you've never been to Branson, I really recommend going there. It's going to be a better price range. There's lots of the same type of activities and feel of the Smoky Mountains in Branson. Distance-wise, it's the same. I go to both every year. So a lot of the same restaurants that you see in Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg, some of the same shows with the, the, the Dolly Parton Stampede, also in Branson. So you're going to see a lot of similarities. If you like Dollywood and Pigeon Forge, there's Silver Dollar City and Branson. So there's a lot of, like I said, repetition in both. It's Branson is not just a destination if you're, I want to go and just watch shows all day long and that's it. There's lots of things to do. I've taken our boys there every year. Since London was six months old, he's gone to Branson every year. And there are some beautiful places to hike, Dogwood Canyons, 
amazing destination. If you watch Treehouse Masters, there is a treehouse there that they built in Dogwood Canyons. You can rent bikes. You can see waterfalls and go for the, go for the day. It's absolutely beautiful. Where else? If you like if you like Gatlinburg, if you like the Smoky Mountains, where else could you go? The Alabama and Georgia foothills. Beautiful places there. I mentioned Helen, Georgia last week. If you've never been to Helen or Dahlonega, I'm telling you, those places have got to be on your list. You can pan for gold. You can see um, Hallmark Christmas destinations. They filmed one of the Hallmark Christmas movies in Dahlonega last year. So these are locations that are near us that you can still, you can see and you can experience and they're going to be less crowded. So if you haven't been there, I definitely recommend going. The Ozarks in Arkansas, Eureka Springs. Not only does it have an amazing passion play and it has beautiful historic places to see there and antiques but it is it's a close drive as well makes a great weekend trip hot springs arkansas we went there for spring break last year and it was a fun spring break destination i'll that's gonna be one of my my features so i'll go into more in depth of these places later but i just wanted to name a few for you what about the florida panhandle if you've always gone to destin and uh, Fort Walton and Panama City, and you love that. If you're willing to drive just a little bit further, what are some options where you can get a better price on your condo and have a whole new experience, but you love the beach and that's what you want? You want that clear water? Then go to Clearwater, Florida. They have a great marine aquarium there in Clearwater where if, if your kids are familiar with Winter the Dolphin, that's where she lived. The Atlantic side of Florida is a lot more cost effective than the Panhandle. So I'm talking about St. Augustine and Daytona. The Georgia Golden Isles, Jekyll Island, South Carolina coast, Hilton Head Island. These are great destinations that if you love the beach and you want to try something different, try these. A lot of you might not know, because I didn't know this until a few years ago, I would say about seven years ago, that there is a Disney resort in Hilton Head. So if you are a Disney and beach fan, you can combine those by going to Disney Hilton Head. And so speaking of Disney, let's talk about Orlando. If you want some alternatives, this will be the last thing that I share with you this week for Orlando. Look into Tampa and Legoland, and also the Disney resorts in Hilton Head and Vero Beach. So if you love that, love the theme parks, check out Tampa and Legoland. And if you're like, well, we're Disney fans, but we want something different than theme parks, look at Disney at Hilton Head and Vero Beach. So wherever you are deciding to go this year, whether it's inside or outside that travel triangle, I hope this has given you some new options or some new times to think about going to your favorite destinations and maybe even find a new one. Have a great week, travelers. Tune in next week.